So I want to talk today about Jesus, our glorious Saviour. I'm not going to talk for long because we've uh, got much time. But I first want to say I, that I love Christmas. I love the whole everything around Christmas. And I love, I uh, always have done as a kid. I, I, I found it fascinating. I loved it and, and, and the preparation and the excitement. And, and I don't know about you, but there are various things that go on that, you know, that, that you, know, you can get really excited about. So the first one is, is putting up the decorations. Now, uh, we do that very early in, in our house. I have my birthday at the beginning of December, so uh, it's a law. Uh, we have laws in our house that decorations have to be up before my birthday. Uh, so, uh, because I think it's just all about me, really. Um, but, you know, I love, I love decorating. I love putting the trees up. We've got stuff outside our house. Um, so, for you, that may be it. Or, or, or maybe you love just buying and having and getting presents and, and preparing presents and and, uh, and, and all that, and having those around the tree, and, and that's what you're looking forward to and excited about. Or maybe what you really love is, is the Christmas food. I mean, I love Christmas food. I've, I love, I've, got, I've got my Brussels sprouts uh, Christmas socks on, because uh, I love Brussels sprouts. Um, I'm sure all of you do too. Uh, so it's the best vegetable. Uh, that's debatable, I guess. But, uh, or maybe for you, uh, it's, uh, it's having family and friends around. Maybe you just enjoy uh, the social side of things and, uh, and Christmas parties, maybe, and things like that. And you just love uh, having the opportunity to be together. Um, or maybe it's things like this, coming together as, 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 as worshipping believers, coming and celebrating the birth of Jesus uh, at, at events like this. Or maybe uh, you're just celebrating it when it's over, uh, and uh, and, uh, and it's all uh, you know, it's all done and dusted, and all the all the hype and everything, um, you know, and you're just happy that it's all, all done. Uh, I hope it's not that last one, um, but all of us uh, have different experiences of Christmas. Um, but in reality, all of those things, uh, we struggle to capture what the essence of Christmas is all about. And we struggle really to capture the amazing glory that the verses that were so well read by our young people talk about. They, they span over thousands of years, this amazing, and of course it's not just about Christmas, but it's about this whole event that was going to take place. They were, they were looking forward to something glorious, a king that was going to come and rule and be amazing. Uh, and then it, the, the whole, uh, the whole e events around Jesus' birth itself. And then looking forward to who Jesus was and is and, and who, he, who, he, who he came to be, the glorious Saviour. And that wonder and that glory that the whole of these uh, the Bible verses talk about is difficult to capture in, uh, in the celebration. It's difficult to capture in the decoration. So we do a little bit and we get a little bit of it. Uh, and and, and in, the, in the celebrations and the feasting, we get a little bit of it. And coming together like this, we get a little bit of it. But the true glory of Christmas is it's very difficult to get hold of. Uh, of course, during the, uh, during the events of Christmas, there was much glory. It was evident uh, when the shepherds came, uh, and, the, and the angels came to the shepherds, and they were uh, uh, surrounded by the glory of God, and they were terrified by the whole experience. And when the Magi came, uh, the whole of Jerusalem was stirred. These strangers from the east who were clearly quite unusual characters 
who probably came with some elements of glory about them. So there was clearly glory in the, in the Christmas story. But it was above everything else. It was Jesus himself who came and brought the glory. And this is captured in a particular verse that we read uh, together, and we're going to read it again. And it's one of the verses from... Uh, uh, for, and it's John chapter 14, verses one, uh, verse 14. John chapter 1, verse 14. And it says that... And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And John here was picturing something quite extraordinary. He was saying, Jesus was here. He lived among us, and we beheld ourselves elsewhere. We, 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 we saw his glory. He was here. We could, and later on in, in, in one of the letters, he said we, we could touch. And we touched the glory of God. And it was almost, when he writes this, and you, you get the sense that he was trying to grapple with what had taken place, what he had experienced, what he'd seen for himself, this amazing glory of God. And the reality of it is, is that the glory of God in those times was associated with fear and trembling. The glory of God was associated with something, you know, like the shepherds. And, uh, and, and a number of times in the Old Testament where the glory of God descended, the people were terrified. Um, when Moses received the Ten Commandments, God came down on the mountain in a cloud. And there was a lightning. And the people were absolutely, they, they wouldn't go near it. They wouldn't go anywhere near this glory. It was too great. And yet John is now saying, we touched it. He was here. The glory was here. And we were right here with him. He came flesh. And so John is grappling with this amazing truth. That the glory of God came down. And we weren't terrified by it. Now he witnessed the transfiguration. So he did see God and Jesus in all his amazing glory and, and brightness. And that's what we will see when Jesus comes back. But, but actually, while Jesus lived on this earth, he lived as a man, and, and people were close to him. And yet John recognised and knew that he was in the presence of glory all the way through. But what was this glory revealed in Jesus? Well, quite simply, uh, the, the verse says, uh, we beheld his glory full of grace and truth. And that, that isn't he was glorious and he had grace and truth. No, no. What that was is that actually his glory and his grace and his truth were one and the same thing. His glory is revealed in his grace and his truth. And so what are those things? Well, very simply, God's grace. What John experienced, which he wasn't expecting, was undeserved favour. Undeserved favour towards him. And blessing. Later on it says we received one blessing after another. That's what we got when we were, Jesus was with us. We didn't receive God's anger or, or his crossness or anything like that. We just received his favour. God was turned towards us. And we beheld it. We were there. We experienced this for ourselves. He was for us and not against us. And he lived with us and he was for us. 
And we received blessing after blessing and grace upon grace and favour upon favour when he was here. That was his glory. But he also came in truth. It was the truth that speaks of his unwavering qualities. The qualities of faithfulness. The qualities of truth to what he promised. The qualities of always being dependable and reliable. He is who he said he is. All the, all the truth revealed in the, in the Old Testament came real in the reality of the, lo- the love and the truth of the Son of God living amongst them. And he experienced this. And he also, and John refers to this later on, he also, because he's truth, he sets us free. John in chapter 8 of, of his gospel says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so Jesus came in grace and in truth to set us free, to bring us his favour, to bring us his goodness and his mercy. And the glory that John experienced was that he was there and he could touch Jesus. But of course Jesus, when he went to heaven, he says, I'm not leaving you. I'm not leaving you alone. I'm going to be with you always. By my spirit, I'm going to be here. And so the reality of it today is the glory of Jesus is with us right now, right today. Through his spirit, you can experience that glory that far exceeds the glory of decorations and presents and food and parties, as good as they are. The invitation is to know Jesus in his glory, in his grace, and in his truth, in his freedom, and his love, now for yourself. You can know it. You can know it in the midst of the busyness of Christmas. You can know it in the midst of some of the sadnesses of Christmas that you may experience. And John himself, in a few verses before, says, how do you do this? How do you do this? Well, you do this in this way. To all who received him, to those that believed on his name, he gave the right to become children of God. (coughs) It's as simple as that. We receive him by faith. We receive him as we believe. And so that reality of the glory of God in his, in his truth and in his grace can be yours today as you receive him. And whether you've known him for years or whether you don't know him, it's for you today, for you as you believe. And you can receive that and you can spend this Christmas, whatever's going on, dwelling and being in the glory of God. Amen. And that will far outweigh anything else that you'll experience. His grace, his truth in your life. And, and all you need to do is approach him and say, Lord, I receive you. I believe that you came with your glory. I believe you came with your grace, your favour towards me. I believe you came with your love and your willingness to set me free. And I receive you right now. And I thank you, Jesus, that you came in your glory. And I can experience that glory for myself. Let's just pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for sending Jesus in his glory. Thank you that he was experienced on earth. Not someone that was distant, not someone that we had to fear, but someone who was right amongst us, who we could touch, who who was full of grace and truth. And thank you, Jesus, that by your spirit, you're still here. You're still right with us. 
And we can experience that grace and that truth, that love, that acceptance. Yes, Jesus. So, so God, I pray for myself and I pray for everyone here that through this season and beyond, Lord, we would experience the glory of your coming and your glory of your presence amongst us. Oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you that it's for us. It's for all who believe that we receive everything that you have for us, that wonderful glory of your presence. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.